Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. She sings The six o'clock alarm Would never ring But it rings And I rise Wipe the sleep out of my eyes My shaven razor's cold And it stings That's right everybody Welcome back to a very, very happy episode of Cover to Cover. We are starting this one off on a positive high note. No more depressing songs from the 70s. No more Alone Again Naturally. We are going with the Monkees, Daydream Believer, Hopeful. We, we are seeing light at the end of the tunnel. We're seeing life come back to places like Texas. Texas just said, fuck it. Let's just, let's open them up. Let's open this. Take your masks off, you freaks, you sheep. Get your masks off and let's spit on each other. So we decided to go with a little monk, Davy Jones and the Monkees, Daydream Believer. It makes you just feel good about life. I know many of you under the age of probably 40 are like, what? The fuck is that? <laughs> that is the Monkees, everybody. A band that was put together by Hollywood executives to try and kind of spoof the Beatles. And we're going to make a sitcom with these guys. And it was a fun sitcom. It was, you know, there was like a fun. And then they made a movie called Head that was directed by Jack Nicholson. You got to see this. If you're, if you, there's ever a time where you're like, you know, whatever political correctness, whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> it's just a bunch of drug addicts, uh, you know, I think smoking whatever they were smoking, Nicholson probably, the, all the mon- all four of the monkeys, and it makes no sense, but it's in the seven, late, late 60s, early mm-hmm. 70s, it's like, dude, let's make a movie. I'm yeah. fucking high, you're <laughs> high, let's make a movie. So Head is a monkey's movie, and the monkeys are an interesting thing because... They got these four guys who all had, you know, they cast them like they cast any TV show and they all had, you know, pretty, pretty decent musical talents. And then 
they started to actually get become a legitimate kind of band. You know, they were they were put together as kind of like a spoof of the of the Beatles. But then they were like, well, these are legitimate songs written mm. by Neil Diamond wrote some of their songs. I mean, they, oh, were, wow. they were written by good people and they were good performers. And then they went out on the road and they toured and it became kind of a. They have a, the look too. like if you. Oh, look they at were them, great. They, it was a, and they were fun act. You know, they were fun at. Actors and it was a fun kind of spoofy. I mean, you watch it now; it's probably a little dated, but uh, it was a pretty good time. The monkeys. I watched it, of course, in reruns. It was on like in the afternoon when I was, you know, coming home from school. It would be like the B, you know, the Brady Bunch. Speaking, the, there's a tie-in. Davy Jones, who just sang that song, uh, he visited the Brady Bunch house one one episode. Just pops in like the Brady Bunch. It was one of those shows where. You know, back in those days, you didn't really have to. You didn't. You didn't have to explain a lot in your script. You know, it's like, why is Davy Jones here? Fuck it, because mm. Davy Jones agreed to do the show. He was probably shooting the monkeys next door in the other studio. Uh-huh. We said, "Come on over, Davy Jones." And the writers just figured out a way mm-hmm. why Davy Jones is here. I think they said it was something about he's picking Marsha up for a date. That's kind of what yeah. no, Marsha was in love with him, oh. and. and uh, but I think I think the way they they spun it because they had a lot of celebrities visit Don Drysdale, the pitcher for the Dodgers, came over one day, and Joe Namath, the, the quarterback for the mm-hmm. New York Jets, came over one day. Uh, Davy Jones, and I think all of it was how they spun it was the fa- uh, Mike Brady was a uh, architect, uh. and it, they were somehow needed his architectural expertise on a house or whatever they were doing. I think that's how they spun so it. He was like a big mo- Hollywood architect. Maybe. I get you know, it. at least it was when they wanted to get Davy Jones on the mm-hmm. show. So Davy Jones wound up being on the Brady Bunch. That, so that's a little bit of the, the monkeys. Interestingly enough, Mickey Dolenz, who's one of the surviving members, two of them, Davy Jones and, and Peter Tork, have died, but... Uh, Mickey Dolan's still out there. Mike Nesmith is another one. Mike Nesmith, interesting story. I don't know if it's true. It's always been kind of an urban legend that his mother invented liquid paper. Remember oh. that? That's a thing you don't really use anymore. But back in the days of typewriters, you had to, okay. you know, you fuck up on a typewriter. You had to just take this whiteout. No, whiteout it was called. Whiteout. Yeah, whiteout. Li- whiteout liquid paper, whatever. Whiteout. And you, uh, you would just paint over your fuck up and then type over it again. And apparently Mike Nesbitt's mother invented whiteout. So he was already, he was already he had family money, had some money. Yeah. He didn't need the, he didn't need money. Also Mike Nesmith, weirdly enough, no, I didn't think I was going to do the first 15 minutes on the monkeys, but Mike Nesmith from the monkeys was very influential in starting MTV, oh. which uh, is kind of an interesting, I mean, if you, if there's a great book about the beginning of MTV and how it all came and if you're my age, MTV was it. I mean, there yeah. was nothing better at the time. Yeah, now it's fucking ridiculous. So that was YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That exactly. But now it's you know now MTV is what it's a bunch of fucking you yeah. know black women pulling each other's wigs off or whatever mm-hmm. on on a you know Real Housewives or whatever shit. I don't know. They, they a just, couple dumpy gals from Jersey. You yeah, know? and it's all you know. It's like and it's like um you know it's like. Like competition shows, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it's the, it's the challenge, the challenge, yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. So, but speaking of that, I see that the real world that was that started on MTV. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, I loved like the original one, the New York one. Yeah, is that thir- thirty five years later? I think they're back. Oh, the, the original cast that can't be good. of the Real World New York, like Eric Nice, and he's the only one I really remember, and then. You know, I remember who they are, but I don't know their names. But they are all kind of back. And I saw a trailer for it, 
And, you know, of course, it's like, oh, boy, do we need to watch these? You know, I guess, mm. I'm sure they all went on to have do okay for themselves, but they're back in the house and they're back doing whatever. I think the point of reality TV is <laughs> you're supposed to be famous for six minutes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so 30 years later, 30, years 30 later, seasons th- later. 30, 35 years later, I think they're back doing it. It's on. It's going to be on Paramount Network or one of those streaming services and... I don't know if it started yet, but it's it's the real world original cast back together in the, I think the same house that they were in thirty five years ago, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd give it a watch. I I'd check it out, see what everybody's. They're just you know everyone's old and and who knows? I don't know if they're going to be fighting in hot tubs anymore like they used yeah. to, but not in the early days of real world. Real world was very you weren't allowed to touch each other mm-hmm. in the early days of it. Then it got to the point where you know. Everybody, the world got more stupid as it, as it, and it continues to, I, I stand behind this. Um, the people we, got abs and then they right, started swinging. We needed, we needed more, sw- you know, it was, yeah. it was like the first couple of seasons, it was like you were immediately kicked off. If there was any type of violence mm-hmm. at all. And then it was like, oh no, you, we need more violence. Like yeah. you have to punch each other. Otherwise it's not. It and does- then the- then they could afford security, and they're like, "All right, if it gets real bad, you just go in there." Right, and then, yeah. the, then I think the Real Housewives started that shit. They were like, "We're gonna flip over tables, and if if you can't if you don't flip over tables on on Real World, then we're not gonna watch it." So yeah. Real World had to keep up with the ratings and start flipping mm-hmm. shit over and punching each other in the face. And thirty seasons later, thirty seasons later, that's it. Anyway, I thought that was interesting, but the reason. To, to get to what we were talking about, why we started with some fun, some uplifting daydream believer is because it is, now I'm going to do my best to pronounce this word. I, I've been practicing all morning. Mm-hmm. Meteorog- meteorological. Meteorological. Meteorological spring has arrived. Mm-hmm. So now the actual first day of spring, I believe, is March 21st. Yeah. But in the meteorological world, thank you, Alex. Mm-hmm. In that world, it's already here. March first was the beginning of spring in in meteorological speaking, because mm-hmm. the weather patterns and whatever the case may be, which is more widely regarded as the start of the season, is is here. March first, spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys feel it in your neighborhood. I don't know if you feel it in your city. I don't know if you feel it, but I kind of felt it on Monday here in Los Angeles, it felt like spring. I walked outside and I'm like, I feel different. Mm-hmm. I feel like something is, has, is happening. I see my fig tree in the back is starting to bloom. bloom. I'm seeing some blooms on my peach tree. I'm seeing some shit happen. I'm seeing spring start to awake from the slumber of winter and the mm-hmm. slumber of shit and, and pandemic and whatever else. Who knows? The U.S. astronomical spring will officially begin on March 1st at 5.37 a.m. The Earth's elliptical orbit around the sun, whatever, on and on and on. Here's what you, this year, after tumultuous and late onset of cold and wintry weather, the Northeast experienced a brief taste of spring weather during the middle of February, and tame weather will briefly be in store during the first week of March. Um, However, AccuWeather forecast has warned in an update to the 2021 spring forecast released later this week that Americans living across this region shouldn't disregard the potential for some last hurrahs from winter just yet. Mm-hmm. So those of you in Texas, fucking 
Get your shit ready. Yep. I know you guys had some issues. Gas up the generator. Gas up the generator. Get your pipe. Put some tape around your pipes. Mm-hmm. Make sure your kids have a, a another sweatshirt. Get your tire chains yeah, out. Yeah, because it could that you're not out of the woods yet. You could mm-hmm. potentially get down to 45 degrees again and lose your shit. So get a sweater and some extra <laughs> socks for your children because it it's not over yet, according to the U.S. Geological. Which we're feeling it. We're feeling it even in LA. It's colder than it's been. It in got two cold months. today. It's been nice. And then today we got a little rain. Anyway, here we are. We're back with an all new cover to cover. And that's why we wanted to start with some fun stuff. Thank you for, for coming back. Here we go. On to some news. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the Lady Gaga dog incident. Now, I know this has been covered by. Heather and I on Juicy Scoop, we covered it this week, and it, it's probably a little, we're probably a little even late to the yeah, game on it. I think it. it happened right after our last. Yeah. Yeah. But we all know the situation. There's a dog walker. This is West Hollywood. happened not far from here, right up the street. Um, he goes out with Lady Gaga's three pit French, Frenchy pit bulls. I mean, uh, bulldogs, Frenchies. Cute. My brother has a bulldog. Yeah. Frenchy, an actual Frenchy bulldog. They're cutest things and blah, blah. She's, this guy's walking him and up pulls a car and they pull out guns and they want the dogs. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is what I'm, I heard. Now, the guy won't give up. He's, he, can, he can't handle all three of them. He can't pick up all three of them. So he's got one. He won't give up the one. They take the two. Yeah. They shoot him to try and get the third. So he comes out like a bit of a hero, I guess. He gets shot like trying to protect the dogs. Mm. That's what I hear. Yeah. Anyway. I wouldn't have made that decision. No. (laughs) Take the dog. Take the dog. Right. You know, most people, that's what they tell you. And like, if you have a job in like, um, you know, retail or whatever, Mm. and somebody goes to rob the place, they say, I'm one time it happened when I was working as a young man, but not young, not, not young enough. I was still people like when I worked at a sizzler, people like, Oh, you, you, was your first job. I'm like, no, I was about 35. But I was working at a sizzler. <laughs> Times were, listen, it, it wasn't all sushi and sunglasses over here, okay? Times were tough. But I was working at a sizzler, and the sizzler was robbed. The guy came in, and I don't know if you guys know the sizzler setup. You you pay first, mm-hmm. then you go to your table. Then that's when I show up. Boom. You want new plates, you want clean forks, I'm your guy. Talk to me. Refill from, the dinosaur chicken nuggets, <laughs> I got from you. From here on out, I'll be your man, okay? <laughs> Just forget what happened over there. At the, I, a lot of times I had to explain, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, we had a thing on this, on the menu that said, uh, <clears throat> complimentary, compliment your meal with beer or wine. And I had to explain that- to a lot of people <laughs> the difference between compliment and complimentary. Yeah. They would get back, they would get to the table red hot, heated about why they didn't receive complimentary beer or wine, mm-hmm. like the menu said. And I said, well, it, didn't, it doesn't say that. It says yeah. compliment your mm-hmm. meal as if enhance your, it's it's a way of saying enhance your meal with beer or wine. But if you were dining at a Sizzler, I don't know if you you really knew the difference between compliment and complimentary. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd have to explain that a lot, a lot, the difference between complimentary and compliment. Big difference. Mm-hmm. They a lot. Of, anyway, this guy came in one day to rob. So here's what happened. He comes in, he orders his meal. Then the gun comes out. And we got oh. some young girl working behind the, the cash register. He's like, give me all your money. The girl like didn't even kind of notice. And mm-hmm. she was like, what? You know, she was like, well, yeah. excuse me. And the guy panicked. 
and he, you know, went to pay. He went to pay whatever, you know, it was eight eight fifty, and he puts the eight fifty down. Then he says, "Give me all your money," and then he panics and runs out and leaves the eight fifty. <laughs> so, so he paid for his so, meal with a gun. So, yeah. So the weird thing was, we made money on the robbery. Yeah. We didn't lose. You didn't money. even have to cook yeah, it for him. We, we made eight fifty on the robbery. Yeah. And the guy ran out. But uh, anyway, so that was the one time I. Was, and then they were like, they came to me. It was like a, I was working in kind of a bad area of Hollywood at the time, and they were like, "You go get him!" Like I was like, I don't know. The one guy. Who, Why? Nothing happened. Yeah. I was like, chase him. I'm like, no, nah, we're not chasing anybody down the street. I'm not going to be running after this guy. Put my name tag on. Mm-hmm. Oh, so embarrassing. And then one, one, one time they put the, the amount of service on your name tag. Years of service. You know, you see that yeah. sometimes you go into like 17 years of service mm-hmm. and whatever, Home Depot. Like you're in the Navy or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, do we have to do that? It's embarrassing. Like, Chris has been here three years. Like I'm some special mm. needs adult or something, which at the time I kind of was. Yeah. Anyway, back to back to the Lady Gaga store. I just wanted to let you guys know that I've been in a robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I this think guy, where we were going is you wouldn't get shot for someone else's. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But- Anyway, the guy did what he's supposed to do. He's a dog walker. Now, I had heard he wasn't actually her real dog walker. Like, the real dog walker was was on vacation or something. He was a substitute. That's what I had heard. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the case. But the guy was shot, and he went you know, in the hospital, and I think he's going to be fine. He's going to live. He seems to be kind of okay. Uh, you know, who knows what you have. Yeah, you probably have, I'm sure, lasting issues when, you, when you're shot. Um, it's got to be terrible on your mind and whatever mm-hmm. post-traumatic shit and so the dogs are, are, are gone Th- then you know lady gaga comes out with this statement immediately she's in italy at the time filming a movie can't wait to to check that out. and i actually like lady gaga mm-hmm. I mean, i'm only kidding I, she did I, pretty good in that no uh, she's great Bradley cooper movie. she's fantastic actress and i love lady gaga i got no beef with lady gaga I mean, she sucks making oreos but oh that's right we didn't like our oreos the ball at all she but i you know i don't think she was there mm. I, I would imagine she wasn't pressing the oreos together like yeah. you know at, she was in probably the just big on the package i don't even, even yeah flavor. she just said make it pink and, and yeah. you know green and, and put, put some, some sparkles and shit mm-hmm. on it i don't even think she had like sometimes they are in in uh, they're there for like the mixing of like let's, let's make it taste like this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she did that. No, they were like you know let's do some Lady Gaga or she's like fuck it whatever it takes to sell a couple of records yeah. do it. I didn't like them, but some other people told me they liked them. She's like I got a dog napping coming up in a few weeks. Can we just uh, so anyway me- <laughs> they take these fucking dogs now. You know, and then uh, you feel bad, of course. It's, you know, people love their dogs. I don't have a dog, but I know people who just, like, dogs are like their children. They yeah. fucking love their dogs. So I would imagine Lady Gaga's uh, upset about her dogs being, you know, who know, who knows where they are, who knows if they're being held like that like that girl on Silence of the Lambs in some well, you know, with guy just throwing <laughs> lotion. To, you know, I, I always feel like that. It's like they, they're, they're, all these people who are you're just missing, mm-hmm. I always feel like they're down in some well, in well somewhere in some weird house. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and then she says $500,000 to whoever, if the dogs come, no questions asked, but it is Heather McDonald. I'll give her credit, brought this up. It is kind of strange that the first thing they said was $500,000 for the person who shot this poor guy. Yeah. Like who, I mean, listen, dogs are very, you know, where everybody loves their dogs and, but also how about. Two hundred fifty thousand for the dogs. Two hundred fifty thousand for yeah. the, to find the people mm-hmm. who did it. 
How about give any of that money to the guy who got shot? Well, that he, he's taken care of. Lady oh. Gaga has said that you know this guy's mm-hmm. going to be fine. He's he's all taken. And care he's of. not her normal dog walker. That's what I had heard. I don't. You could probably look it up this on is, your phone. This but is I, I, Jesse Smoletti to me. I don't like uh, it. Uh, Alex, I'm not going to. I'm not going to okay. argue that. Okay. Because I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. I. But I. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But I remember when the Jesse Smollett. But we're no PIs. Exactly. Either. Yes. But when you remember early on, we broke that mm-hmm. Jesse Smollett story early on, and I remember both of us going, "I don't know. Sounds mm-hmm. a little fishy." Mm-hmm. We still haven't really gotten to the bottom of that story. Yeah. Like that story is still strange mm-hmm. because. You know what made it even more strange? That a couple of months ago, that guy, the the chief of police at the time in Chicago, who Jesse Smollett always said, like, this guy's got a beef with me, and mm-hmm. that's why this happened. But he was fired, like, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And that, that was, and then Jesse Smollett was like, see, told you. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. The no, whole, that, the, that whole story rang just so strange. Yeah. Who knows whatever became of, I don't know how that's all panned mm-hmm. out. I mean, the city of Chicago... Is is I mean, back and yeah. up and running? They, they weren't churning. They're you know churning. people. People were like, like, "Can we go to Chicago?" They they're attacking superstars on the streets and in subway and whatever. <laughs> Trump supporters are attacking. And you're like, "What in Chicago? Where?" I know. They're like, Find Ma- me they're the wearing tr- MAGA hats <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning on the coldest day of the year. Anyway, I don't want to go down that. Yeah, yeah. We love that story, but um, it, it, I agree. Yes, this one rings it weirdly. Not saying Lady Gaga had anything to do with it. She's probably mm-hmm. completely removed from the whole thing. I don't think she needs, you know, yeah. like Jesse Smollett said, he, some people said the guy needed publicity for whatever reason. Who the fuck knows? I, Lady Gaga's fine on all that. Um, however, I, this is is the dog walker guy, like did he say, hey, I got Lady Gaga's bulldog. Yeah. Good, I'm walking down Sweetser in Santa Monica. Put around in me. At eight o'clock. And then, you know, like, okay, we'll get the guns. But they're like, but what? But the guy got shot. I'm like, yeah, maybe that was a mistake. Like, yeah. Oh shit, the gun went off. Like, I didn't mean to shoot the fucking guy. Mm-hmm. But then again, I heard they shot four times. So that's if it was once, you'd be like, all right, maybe the gun went off, and maybe it was an inside job. Mm-hmm. But the, they did shoot four times, so that looks like if something was up there. Okay, so let's clear the dog yeah. walker guy. Let's say he was he's up and up. I mean, he's definitely an actor, but probably just a real dog walking yeah, actor. No, he he's a he's a dog <laughs> Every walker. Every actor yeah, walks yeah, dogs. Yeah, exactly. That's probably his side gig or whatever. And it's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Um so then she says 250,000. A couple of days go by. The dogs are she, one of the dogs never got a the, yeah. it was at the they got it back and then two were gone. Two were at large. Yeah, two were at large. Thank you. So they Couple of days later, a woman shows up with the dogs. Says, "I found them in Santa Monica, tied to a, a you know a telephone pole mm-hmm. in an alley somewhere. They just found them." So the cop, the deal was five hundred thousand, no questions asked. No I questions. don't, I don't know if the woman took the money. I heard rumors that she was not going to take the money, but I don't know why you wouldn't just yeah, take the fucking just take money. Take the money. Yeah, you never know when you're going to need. Might be five, six months before you're back to work. Yeah, all you right? never know when you're going to need five hundred grand. <laughs> no. Take the money. So. Uh, Anyway, but then again, you, now you got to question this woman. Mm-hmm. She, they, the cops said no. We, we, we did all the questioning we we're going to do. She seems to just have found these two dogs. Yeah. Okay. So, is it this situation? This story fascinates me, by the way, for whatever reason. I don't know. Is it just that now? Now, what, 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 what I determined with Heather was 
people just are taking, you know, these type of dogs because they're very expensive dogs. Mm. I think they are. You know, they're, they're bred, I think, and they're expensive, and certain breeds are more expensive than others. Mm. Okay, fair enough. But there are a lot of things that are expensive. Like, you, women have $5,000 handbags, especially in mm. that area where the dogs were being yes. walked. They're not pulling those off women's shoulders every five minutes because I guess on the, on the resale market, what they're saying is these dogs, you could get a high price for these dogs. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know. Can like I got three hot, you know, yeah. pit bulls that are. I give me six grand each. Okay, fine. But I can also grab a, you know, grab a, I don't know, Louis Vuitton, fuck or whatever. I can nab your ring is. off your, yeah, your hand yeah, and, and that's a hundred thousand dollar ring. I could sell that, like, and it fits in my pocket. Right. I don't have to feed it. Thank you. Exactly. All of this seems like there's a lot of things that are worth money that mm-hmm. people aren't stealing. If you're gonna sh- fire a gun four times, right. Right. Let's get the real good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anything. A fucking car. Mm. Uh, a, a rims on a car. Mm-hmm. All, all of them are worth more than $3,000. Yeah, go in a window. Yeah. All of this shit. So I felt that's like, okay, fair enough. I understand that these dogs might be expensive, but there's a lot of things you can steal and make money reselling. Mm-hmm. But then again, this morning, I go on my next door app because I, I stay abreast of what's happening in my neighborhood. And of course, there's, you know, one of these busy bodies on next door saying, everybody be careful. Dog nappings are up in the neighborhood. <laughs> so maybe it's becoming a thing. Maybe people are out there mm-hmm. dog napping. And um, I and it's, I don't know what, and now, now how did the dogs wind up in the alley? That's what I, like, did the people who I took the dogs not know they were Lady Gaga's dogs? And all of a sudden, starting to hear all this, you mm-hmm. know, press coverage and be like, oh, fuck, we got to get rid of these dogs. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing rings to me like a Guy Ritchie movie where a couple of bumbling, you know. Idiots, I, I, yeah. yeah. like, you ever watch those Guy Ritchie movies mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, this with the Parade Pit? They're like the bumbling gangsters yeah. fucking shit up and it's kind of fun. This ri- smells to me like so- a couple of bumbling guys trying to mm-hmm. dog nap dogs. And they're like, wait, they're Lady Gaga. Fuck, we took a Lady Gaga's dog. fucking Gaga's idiot sto- took yeah. Lady Gaga's dog. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it, it's ripe for a, mm-hmm. a, a, a some Netflix movie yes. starring Joe Pesci and John Travolta. Starring as two, Lady Gaga. Yeah, as two bumbling uh, dog yes. nappers or whatever, some shit. I don't know. It's It's a fascinating story. I'm glad the dogs are safe. I'm glad the um, the dog walker is safe, which nobody seems to care about him. No. Everyone's like, let's get the dogs back. And I, I still have yet to hear anything about any leads on, on, I mean, how hard could it be to catch two guys who were literally did this on the busiest street in West Hollywood. Like mm. there's a 10,000 ring video doorbells around and, and, uh, and, and I'm sure hundreds of cameras on streetlights and shit. You don't have a fucking video of the license plate of yeah. this car. You're not even trying. And there's not one person who chatted to his friend, dude. We fucking took Lady Gaga's dog. I mean, somewhere. Yeah. This I can't believe this has been two weeks or whatever it's been, and this case has not mm-hmm. been solved yet. It's very strange. Also, the, the you bring up a good point. Like, no questions asked. You don't think the guy who got shot has a couple questions? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, there was an attempted murder. Yeah, yeah your two dogs went missing, but. They tried to murder a man for your dogs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna venture a little bit of a prediction, and it's not, I'm not trying to sound cold and callous toward anybody who was hurt in this situation. Now, of course, I want this guy to recover fully, and I'm glad the dogs are back. But we're missing a piece of this story, mm-hmm. and I, I'm the only reason I'm saying that is because if it, if it something drops, 
I want to be the one to say, I told you. If nothing drops, then I just never bring it up yeah. again. If it was just a, a, a bumble dog napping, so be it. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, fascinating story. On to the next fascinating story is um, is Aladia, Aladia Baldwin. Now, I'm just, I'm just, I cannot believe these people. They never I, go away. Exactly. <laughs> go Thank you, away. Alex. That's like, I ju- when you're that embarrassed, but like, like, in, what, did she do any harm? No. Mm-mm. Did she harm? No. Who gives? I know some people are trying to spin it into like, she took work away from Latino. But like, no, they, no, she didn't. Who gives a fuck? Like, none of this harmed anybody. What do you want? The job marrying Alec Baldwin? <laughs> yeah, that sounds, I'd just, rather work in a cubicle. <laughs> it's just, stu- the whole thing was just stupid. You know, it's just a stupid thing that she did to try and make herself more interesting. And who cares? Everybody does something dumb to make yourself more interesting. You know what I mean? Every one of you has a bumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, a site or, or, a, or a hinge site you throw some things on there well, here I am rock climbing yeah not rock climbing every day you went rock climbing once you took a fucking picture you put it on a I love to skydive bullshit you went once it's fucking terrifying you'll never go again we all have fake things to make us look and sound more interesting you know what I mean everyone loves to travel Hilaria's like oh I'm actually from other places right it's so just- let the girl do what she does she's a fucking weirdo but everybody's a weirdo did you watch the Golden Globes? You don't think people are weirdos? Look at all those fucking weirdos out there. I mean, every one of them, they don't know how to work their Zoom cameras. <laughs> They're sitting there in their pajamas or, or making long speeches about Lord knows what. Like, does anybody know how to speak out without a script? Any mm. Mark Ruffalo. This guy seems like a good time, doesn't he? Mark Ruffalo. I mean... Uh, it's just like all of a sudden he starts yapping. And next thing you know, he's like, thank you for winning this award for playing, I don't know, whatever you played, like this mental mental needs adults or something. Twins, mental mm. twins or some shit he on played, HBO. He played twins with Down syndrome? They didn't have Down syndrome. One of them had a problem, the other one. But he played both of them. Anyway, it's... He I mean, won, he's perfect for that role. He won the Golden Globe. And then he goes off, he's sitting there with his wife, and and of course he's, thank you this, thank you that, and then next thing you know, he's like, and the world is, there's too much plastic in the oceans. And there is, I agree with him, but it's like, oh no, come on, I've just, I mean, listen, who was anyone really watching the Golden Globes? I'm the, I saw the ratings were down 60%. Now I know many of you are like, that's because the, 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 that's because of the liberal media, and uh, all right, relax everybody. But the ratings were down because it's fucking, nobody watched the movies. Nobody cared about any of the movies that were nominated because they weren't out in theaters. And, you know, it wasn't uh, anything with uh, with uh, Because the people Will accepting the awards were wearing hoodies from their house. That's Maybe that was part of it. He was wearing, it. Yeah, there was a guy, you know, wearing his hoodie. The guy who won for Ted Lasso was wearing his hoodie. Whatever the case may be. I watched. So on to Eladia Baldwin. So she's got another kid. Like all of a sudden, I and so I I don't I don't keep up with them and number six I believe could be I sure. think that's what it was. It's it, well one of so I feel like she just had a kid. I'm like, wait a minute, am I crazy? Did this woman didn't she just have like a wasn't she pregnant like like a month ago and had a kid? And five then, and a half months old. Yeah, yeah, right. That's the one. That mm-hmm. now there's another one. So this doesn't add up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know how long it takes for a baby to gestate and what's the fucking word it takes nine months because i have a child it took nine months although my little fucking daughter came three weeks early we were not ready Mm -hmm. sitting at a 
coffee shop in in Hollywood, and next thing you know, boom, it's go time. I had to film Lights Out with David Spade and a show called Punchline. That's right, two TV shows and on the same day. That's pretty big time. I don't know if um I don't know if Mark Ruffalo has ever filmed two TV shows on the same day. How many people watch those TV shows, Chris? Oh, it doesn't make any difference. Probably 50, uh, and that's combining both TV shows. However, on the day my ba- my child was being born, I had to run and film two TV shows and do this fucking stupid podcast with Alex. Same day. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> you walk in... We've been working together for six months. You walk in and go, had a kid this morning. Just had a kid this morning. I know, but I (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. It was three weeks early. Anyway, she's here now. Um, So, so, where was, oh, so, is this Larry Bowler? So now, what was this? I don't know. You guys probably know better than me the details of this. So, this is obviously some sort of, uh, uh, when they have somebody else. Surrogate. Surrogate situation. Mm -hmm. But at this point. Now you're getting surrogate, like you. The one how kid, many surrogates? Like the one you already had. You already have five mm-hmm. between you and Alec Baldwin, mm-hmm. who, mind you, is sixty four years old or yeah. sixty three years old or something, and the guy is knocking out kids left and, and right. Th- wasn't there a lot with him and his first daughter? Like, wasn't there? Yeah, but wasn't he I, not the best? Sure, probably. Yeah, but I think they're. I think they've mended those okay. fences. She's older now. Yeah, Ireland like 20, Baldwin. Yeah. That's Kim. Him and Kim Pastner had that kid. Um, you know, they had he, issues of him on a answering machine calling her a, a little pig or something. Whatever. <laughs> Who hasn't made such remarks to their loved ones? So, so Jeez. here's the here's the thing. This, I don't know. I just. My main thing is she posts a picture on it. She's back. Like you were publicly humiliated to, to, to lengths that I could, I don't know if I could, you know, I don't know if I'd ever leave my bed ever again. After no. Like, oh, this is a fucking embarrassing. Like it's a, it's just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, why did you pretend you couldn't say cucumber? Like that's weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, ah, it's just embarrassing. Dumb things I did in middle school haunt me. Right. Still. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, How is she? I know. So, so it would be like one of those things where, cause you don't have, like, obviously there's no reason for her to be on Instagram. But Alex's going to pick up the check for mm-hmm. the most part on yeah. things and he'll make his stupid movies and TV. Mm-hmm. And I like Alec Baldwin, but he's make he's now because he's got six kids and I've no problem. The kids are all very cute. I follow Alec on, on Instagram and they look like they're having a nice little life out in the Hamptons running around in the snow and stuff. It's fine. But, while one kid, you need so many kids that you have to surrogate now, get another woman like that. I feel like mm-hmm. surrogate. It's yeah. I, I mean, couldn't. It, I couldn't have a kid, so I had somebody else. Or you know, in the case of whoever, I don't know. I feel like just or oh, wait a little while. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you just had the fucking one. Wait, but then again, maybe the, the they're looking to hand me down the clothes. You know, a lot of when you have a kid, they grow fast, fast. and you got to throw out a lot. I got little old navy pants. Yeah, four or five bucks you pay for them, and you got to throw them out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So maybe the Alaria just doesn't want to throw out her old navy little infant jeans. So uh, just keeps having more kids that they can put on. Now you could use keep using your old navy four dollar mm-hmm. infant jeans and uh, not have a problem. I don't know if that's the case, but um, 
I think she's just doing it for branding purposes. She's got this mommy brain thing going. That's she's the like, other thing. She's like, look, I can't be a mom until I have 12 kids. Let's I know. Let's keep them going. I know. And it's and I feel for, for Alec a little bit because, listen, the guy, I know everyone says, he's, he's a millionaire. I'm like, I, I know he's a millionaire. But you also have he's to realize that, you, that he, well, he's had some big hits. But... And he actually, weirdly enough, I think that's the reason he's in those Mission Impossible movies now. Because he's like, uh, I need to like uh, some, yeah. that's a check. And these are, mm-hmm. they're going to make 15 of these and I'm going to keep going. So he's in those. He's in a thing I watched on the airplane a few weeks ago called Drunk Parents with Selma Hayek. It's the stupidest movie I've ever saw in my life. I'm like, <laughs> hey, the guy is like, he probably like, hey, you want to do Drunk Parents? How much are you going to pay? We'll give you a million and a half. Uh, yeah, I got six fucking kids. Yeah. At the house. I got it. So what I'm trying to say is, Alec Baldwin, I'm sure, yes, he has money. Mm-hmm. But you need a lot of money to pay a mortgage on a house in Bridgehampton, Long Island. To pay a mortgage on a penthouse in Soho, downtown New York. To hire a third surrogate this year. Right. That's that's expensive That's a, that's shit. a hundred grand a pop. And, and you're paying their medical bills, f- feeding them. You're sending yes. six kids to school yes. now. And you're sending them to the best schools. You got fucking three Range Rovers. You got, but you got to take care of. You know, you know they got three nannies. They got to have exactly. three. Exactly. All of the, like, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is a big monthly nut mm-hmm. I have. I know I make millions, but still, there's a lot going out. Yeah. I see it all the time. Watch watch the, the, the 30 for 30 about athletes called broke, a 30 yeah. for 30. It's fascinating <laughs> how quickly the money fucking flies mm-hmm. out. Uh, take it from a guy who was making a ton at one point in his career. making not I was, wasn't making Alec Baldwin money, but I wasn't making Sizzler money either. I went from basically Sizzler money to <laughs> a lot more than Sizzler money yeah. in, within a year. And I was like, yes, I'll buy the $900,000, you know, uh, the, the $90,000 Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'll take the $90,000. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, th- that this house is expensive. This Cadillac's expensive. This That's expensive. That's mm-hmm. ex-. You're like, fuck. Like, let's, uh, you know, start sh- shaving some of this shit down. Now I drive a Buick. And it's wonderful. And it gets me from point A to point B. And nobody... Gives a shit. No one cares. Nobody knows what my car is. You That's take your, an Uber most places yeah, anyway. Like, well, if you're ever going to like a thing, you pull up in an Uber and a Lyft and nobody knows what anybody drives anymore mm-hmm. anyway because of Uber and Lyft when it was a thing. Now it's, you, know, you can't even get in. Everybody's going to wear a mask. You keep the windows open. The guy keeps the windows open now in my Lyft. Driving yeah. down to the 405, my face is flapping in the wind. Uh, I got an old neck, Alex. I can't let the wind blow yeah. on my old neck. It flaps neck. around like a fucking turkey. Uh, flappy neck <laughs> anyway so the Ilaria Baldwin thing is 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 shocking to me um it's shocking to me that people just don't go you know I'm just gonna stay off social media for a year yeah like she stayed off for two weeks and then she kept coming back with the same excuse it was always like listen I'm Spanish people are like you're not she goes <laughs> okay I'm not then two weeks later she come back I told you I I was raised Spanish. Like, no, you weren't. Your parents are from Boston. You went there on vacation for uh, yeah. two weeks. Okay, I'm back. Come and say, dice. <laughs> then two weeks oh. later, she'll be back. 
I I feel so Spanish. Like, yeah, all right, we got it. Now she's like, I've got six kids. You think yeah. I'm not Spanish? And all of them with the Spanish names. Yeah. Little Rodrigo and blah, 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 Juanito Flu-Flu Rodriguez. And, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's and then she they post a picture where she's just like buried in children. She's got like nine children on top of her in this picture. She's a cute person, and and you know, for for a girl who's gonna like make uh, green beans and and your casserole and show it on on Instagram. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Fine. Let them have their fun. Let them. She's, you know, trying to post uh, funny j- jokes on her Instagram. She, she was posted that watching her Instagram. Yeah, this is what my life is at. I mean, who's who's worse here? A lot of you bold and pretend she's Spanish or me watching her Instagram stories <laughs> for like hours. I'm like, she and she posts something where Alec Baldwin's walking on a beach and he has a little like seaweed on his shoe or something. Mm-hmm. And she goes, watch, look, she goes, look at what Alec Baldwin's got on his shoe. I'm like, oh, how fun. Oh. This is really fun that Alec Baldwin's got seaweed on his shoe and you guys are having a great time. Comedy is, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> be careful with comedy. I watched our girl, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oh yeah. Kimberly Guilfoyle. Hold on. She's, I don't have it. <laughs> I have it, but. The best is yet to come. She did it again. Yeah, she did it at this did. Uh, at this uh, thing, CPAC down in Florida. What they give them Florida, CPAC, which is a conservative thing where everyone gets all the conservatives get together. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Everybody enjoy your life. What do I care about CPAC? People like because it, it was at a Hyatt or a Hilton. Mm. Boy, got the Hyatt. They're having CPAC. I'm like, I was staying at a Hyatt that weekend. Yeah. in in, uh, in, in uh, Detroit. I was like, oh, should I leave? You think I'm really gonna leave? Because yeah. I don't give a shit. Of course, of course, these people. Let them have. The, what do I care? What do you drive? I bet they've sold fifty percent of their vehicles yeah. to that person. Sell but, your car tomorrow. But here comes Kimberly Guilfoyle. She comes out to do a speech. And she's singing and dancing like fireworks. She's dancing in a little skirt. It's fucking hilarious. Nice. And then, of course, she comes out. This is her. This is her big line now. She's become yeah. famous for this line. And her first thing she says is, uh, "The best is yet to come." And people go go berserk. They go nuts. I'm like, who are these fucking weirdos? And I'm not, I'm I don't give a shit if you're left or right or Democrat or Republican. Anybody who is buying tickets to see any politicians speak, you've 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 fucking lost your mind. Yeah, take your money and go buy your children something nice, or your or 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 save it. Better yet, put it in pay the a, ransom a Roth, on your dogs. Put it in a fund or buy Bitcoin or whatever these fucking weirdos that these podcasters are buying that are telling me that I'm rich. I'm rich. Have you cashed out yet? Not yet. Well, when you cash out, tell me. Mm-hmm. Because I yet have to yet see anybody rolling with this Bitcoin money. Yeah. But I could be, I don't know anything about it. And I don't want to hear. Don't tell me. Don't send me. Here's actually what it is, Chris. It actually makes some sense if you know. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I got. Can I buy? Can I go to 7-Eleven with a Bitcoin in my hand and buy a big gulp? I don't think I can. But maybe I can. But I'm too stupid to figure it out. So what do I do? Instead of learning about it, I make fun of it because that's how I I don't I'm too old to learn anything new. I've learned all I need to know. I see Alex chomping at the bit no, right no, now no, no. to explain I to ha- me. No, no. This is a new thing that we're, no. we're all gonna move to a state in the Midwest and I don't believe in we're starting I, a militia. And I don't we're believe going in to Bitcoin use our own either. money because Bill Gates 
gave me a shot, and now he's able to see where I'm coming and going. So actually, you want to yeah. hear? You want to hear where you can use Bitcoin? I, I, at the fucking gas station up the street, I see this guy's got. Oh, like they a, take it. He's got a Bitcoin like. Like an vending ATM machine? Bitcoin, oh. yeah. There was, at this bar in Vegas, there was a Bitcoin vending machine where you could literally only purchase tickets to Mike Tyson's live show only with Bitcoin. Really? That was the whole machine. <laughs> yes. But that's so strange. It's, How many people were going into that bar to purchase Bitcoin? No one that Mike went in that bar tickets? had a Bitcoin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, that's so a, bizarre. It was like one of those John Taffer bars that yeah. like ended up failing anyway. And they had oh a Bitcoin God. vending machine for show t- for oh, one show. I think ticket. I watched that John Taffer where he, mm. yeah, he was in Vegas a lot yeah. doing uh I love when John Taffer comes in and like fucks up a bar that's already kind of decent. And yeah. he's like, oh, but now we're going to put, we're going to make it alien themed. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to walk in and it's going to be, uh, looks going to look like Mars. And it's going to be aliens coming out of the wall. But yeah, that'd be great if I was seven, mm-hmm. but uh, I just want to have a Bud Light. So is mm-hmm. that possible? Yeah, it is possible. But you got to have, and then he would always, hey. he would always, actually, I should make fun of John Taffer. He sent me some mixers. Oh, that's right. That he sent me some mixers, Taffer. Um, mixers and they were very good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bloody Mary margarita and strawberry margarita, and they were excellent. John, so we take it. Thank back. you, John Taffer. But I don't know if anybody wants to go into an alien themed bar. But anyway, your mixers were great, John Taffer mixers. I don't think you can say alien anymore. Speaking of that, now this episode is brought to you by Stereo, stereo.com backslash Frangiola. Download the app. I have to tell you. We did our first one this week, and it was a blast. I was a little nervous. I I had been playing around with Stereo app a little bit leading up to our Monday show, but I it was really fun. I went on with uh, Tracy Carnazzo, uh, another uh, comedian podcaster friend of mine, and uh, we had a great time. So we're going to be doing it every Monday. So you have to go to Stereo.com backslash Frangiola, download the app, and um and jump on because it's uh it's 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 like an extension of this podcast. So I'm gonna do it. Here's how I'm gonna do it. Every Monday, uh, I'm now gonna do it at four o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So four o'clock here in Los Angeles and uh, wherever you guys are, it'll be now it'll be seven on the East Coast and six Central. So you guys, it's not too late. I was doing it at seven here and it was ten o'clock. A little too late. So now I'm gonna do it at four o'clock every Monday. You'll see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a uh, I'm gonna put them all on a little schedule, and you'll be able to see them. They'll pop up, and it's wild and fun. You guys get to ask questions. We're doing themes. Last week we didn't do the theme because it, we I was just trying to learn the app, and it was more about that. You guys ask great questions. I you know that you do them on uh, speaker, and I can hear them, and it's fun. So we do it for about an hour, and we'll talk you know about stuff we talk about in this podcast. We'll talk about theme stuff, and uh, so that. Please get it. Download the app. It's a kind of a fun way to kind of get to know the fans a little more and, uh, you know, just chat. Another another fun thing to do if we're all going to be, you know, things aren't really open yet. Restaurants, b- movies, and things like that. So it's another fun way to just kind of screw around on your phone. Uh, you know, stop scrolling Instagram for an hour and come over to a Stereo. Stereo.com backslash Frangiola and, uh, and check us out on there. That's it. Okay. On to the next uh, thing, because we said earlier that it is a meteorological spring is here. Um, It's time, everybody. It's time to get your shit together. 
it's time because we are uh, spring is here, summer's next. It's coming up. Mm-hmm. So these are the sexy features that uh, attract. Okay, it's basically men with these sexy features are the best in bed. Survey finds. Okay. So many, maybe many of you are single women out there. Maybe you're single. Maybe you're maybe you're recently uh, separated or divorced or whatever, and you got to go out and find a man. And now's the time. It's spring, summer. Next thing you know, we're in the midst of summer. And who knows, things could be different mm. this summer. There could be vaccinations given out. Shit could be a little more open. You we might could, be back to yacht parties. You could be living in Texas. Yeah, yeah. yacht party. We could, this yacht party might be happening this summer. <laughs> um, this, you could be in Florida or Texas, one of these places that have, have just announced to just fuck it, fuck it. We're mm. opening. We're 100% open, no masks, Mississippi, Texas, Florida. And I think more will follow. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Um, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get on my political high horse and say that's good or not. Listen, it's not exactly like I'm following. I'm out there performing and shit. So I'm not, I'm not going to tell people how to live. Um, but here's the deal. You got to get, you might have to be out. So this is what you need to look for in a man. If you want, if you want him to be good, good, good in bed, both Alex and I just, just with our features, are fucked. Yeah. We we couldn't be less sexy or attractive <laughs> okay. uh, to women according to this survey. According to this. A- and we, according to the survey, we are uh, god-awful in bed because nothing about us, our features says we are sexy. Now, here's what you go, you need to look for. Uh, this, 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 con- they, they conducted this survey with 4,550 women, a list of physical attributes of men that they, that are best in bed. Okay, the first one is facial hair. Seventy-three percent of participants claiming that their best sex partner sported a a uh, a beard, a mm. forested chin, as they say here. Meanwhile, seventy-one percent of women ranked that men with brown eyes uh, uh, are the best in bed. Mm-hmm. Brown eyes and a beard. Oh, for I two. have blue eyes and no beard. Clean shaven. Clean shaven. Well, not clean shaven. I have a little bit of stubble, but, but it's a it gets a little it's a little gray. And then if I let it grow in too much, I start to look like an old man at the sea. <laughs> there's a there's an old man on on an on an oatmeal. We have an oatmeal box here. Mm-hmm. Not the Quaker fucking guy, you assholes. There's a, we we do use another oatmeal called Red Mill, and there's an old man on it. On the box, mm-hmm. and my little daughter always points at it and goes, "That's Daddy." I'm like, you <laughs> fucking little, you little bitch. Um, anyway, and uh, here proof that bad boys finish first. Men sporting piercings and tattoos. Seventy percent of women said, mm-hmm. "That's what I want. I want that shit. I don't have any piercings nor tattoos. I am zero for four at this point mm-hmm. in in sexy bed shit." Um. Broad shouldered. I feel like I'm a little broad shouldered. I'm gonna. I might have that one going for me. I feel like I'm. I'm gonna go as a. I just straightened up now. Like I, as if you guys were seeing this. You're puffing out. Yeah, I just. I got big out. shoulders. I feel like what I. Have, of it, I feel bro. like I have broad shoulders. So I'm gonna give. So that's one. I'm one for five. Also in the mix were broad shoulders. Okay. Um, apparently, big things do come in small packages. A woman claimed that most skillful lovers. Oh, this is interesting. Most skillful lovers boasted small feet. These gals don't want big feet. A lot of, a mm. lot of, you know, there used to be a saying when I was growing up on Long Island, big feet, big meat. Yeah. That meant, you know, mm-hmm. you, you had big feet. You were also, but these Swinging girls a hammer. Saying, I'd rather have a small foot. But I don't want to. Uh, but they said skillful. 
Yeah, skillful. So, meanwhile, the old motion in the ocean thing kind of tracks, right? These are just... I guess, sure, yeah. Small feet, very skilled. Skilled. Okay, let's, yeah, let's go with that. Maybe, yeah. you know, some, some women don't need a giant, Mm-mm. you know, a giant fucking big, like, porno dick. They you know, don't? Like just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm speaking <laughs> for women. <laughs> meanwhile, these are not so sexy things that you guys don't want, according to this uh, survey. Um Big hands. People don't want big, big, giant, meaty mm-hmm. hands, which is another one I thought might be mm-hmm. up there. But people say, no, get your big, yeah. giant. Lenny from a weird, Mice and Men. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, mean, I think they mean like a big, like a hand that's like, looks like a mechanic. It's all, mm-hmm. you know. Scarred up. Scarred, beaten down and bushy eyebrows. We don't want them. Don't want big hands, bushy eyebrows. Hey, make up your, you, you got to have a beard. Trimmed but eyebrows. The, but yeah, you got to keep your eyebrows tight. Broad shoulders, small feet. I know. I, yeah. That's, <laughs> I feel like we're building a very strange yeah. looking person Who is this right guy? Here. Despite seeming like a rather frivolous finding, the allure of big beard is actually rooted in real science. In 2018, a study published by uh, the Journey of Evolutionary Biology found that flowing facial hair be, to be more attractive to women when considering long-term uh, rather than short-term relationships as they indicate a male's ability to successfully compete socially with other this is like caveman shit yeah. you know like he's got a beard and that means he could fight or uh anyway so uh, that's it I, I guess that's the end of the article the iconic it's a okay beards apparently if you guys are looking for a man it's the beard mm-hmm. you gotta have the beard gotta have uh, the so beard. uh and that they, they're gonna be able to 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 fuck which is interesting to me okay yeah there you go. I hope that helps. Tiny feet, big shoulders. Tiny feet. You gotta you gotta go to the bar or wherever you guys, you know, meet a man's grocery store. Alex mm. always says go to Starbucks. It's a good place to meet people. Nice and early. Yeah, whatever you want to meet people. But you gotta go and you gotta uh, you gotta you gotta look for a tiny a small footed, broad shouldered, not bushy eyes, like uh, uh, manicured eyebrow, big beard. Sounds like we're dealing with almost like a like a GI Joe doll. Like, yeah, uh, you know, because Barbie had little little mm-hmm. small feet. So it sounds like we're dealing with something like that. Yeah, I don't know where your significant now they have a guy, the model here that doesn't have a beard or no, broad he, shoulders, and he's got like blue eyes and he's gorgeous. Yeah, but he looks men with oh, men with blonde hair are less desirable. Men with brown, uh, mm. okay. I mean, look, because my hair is light, but now it's kind of just grayish, so. The funny thing is, like, I, I don't, I've never, I'm certainly not the type of guy where people are like, God, I need to fucking get mm-hmm. on that. Like look at this, those shoulders, just, look at that nev- beard. It's never been that way. Mm-hmm. It's never been like I walk into a bar, people are like, oh, are those fucking skinny jeans? Fuck yes, let me on that. Is he wearing a V-neck sweater? It's just never been the case. He the pulled old, up in a Cadillac. Did you uh, see that? I, I did at one time in my life. Um, but, however... I, I was able, listen, I never had any problems getting women because I, I, I worked the, the, the personality angle. And that it wasn't great, to be honest with you. That wasn't great. Mm. If you got to know them, I, every now and again, I'd have a, I'd score a few good jokes yeah. here and there. But for the most part, I'm a fucking complete bore. Got invited. Some people, they're friends of friends. And they're always inviting me and my wife out. And we've been, you know, we've been using the um, pandemic. It's been really helping us to yeah. not hang out with people. Like, yeah, we're it's just a, a little, excuse. we're a little weirded out right now. You know, should we see that? You know, we're a little weirded out. So as soon as the vaccines come, we'll be ready to have some fun. Da 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 da. 
But we keep, and I, 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 I always tell, I'm like, I, these people will be so disappointed by me because I think they think like, if they whether they listen to this mm. or whether they they know Chelsea lately or whatever they like, get, oh, he's gonna be a this riot. guy. You gotta have him at the party. He is gonna be so much fun. I'm like, trust me. Mm. I I mean sometimes if I'm surrounded by the right people talking about the right topics, you know, like when I'm at Kelowna's house, I'm a good time because yeah. I'm with people I'm I'm comfortable with. I'm fun. We can have we talk shit about you know. Lady Gaga's dogs and and Alaria Baldwin and the stuff I like to talk about. Mm-hmm. But these people that they said we just got a new barbecue. I'm not fucking around. We just got a new barbecue. And we don't gonna have a we know it's uh, springs coming and we mm-hmm. just as we just discussed. It's meteorological spring. It's meteorological We're gonna spring grill some meat. is coming. We're gonna and so Chris could come and barbecue with you know the guy and watch the game and well, now listen, I'm a sports guy. Mm-hmm. I love sports. I love, and especially baseballs coming back. Baseballs be back in a, in a month, and it it's my fucking favorite. But I I'm not gonna I don't discuss. But nobody discusses baseball. Mm. It's, it's more of a I believe it's more of a thinking man's game. You know, older people we like it, but I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't have to. I'm not shoving my baseball love down anyone's throat. But now it's UFC. That for the fucking oh. like I said earlier in the podcast, the world is just getting dumber and dumber and dumber. And the dumbing down it comes in small ways. It comes in things like UFC. And I'm not saying I. It's fun to watch, but let's face it, it's it's for dummies. And I know. Come at me. Bring it. I don't fucking give a fuck. Bring it on. Fight me if you want. If you're in the UFC with your fucking cauliflower ears. Fight me. I'll fight you. I'll get my ass kicked, but I'll fight you. I think it's for dummies. It's for it's not baseball. It's baseball takes too long. Yeah, exactly. You need a fucking you need patience and you need you need an attention span and you need to watch how it's and I know there's probably all that to UFC too, but I'm saying I'm not. I know what these this guy wants to discuss while grilling. Mm -hmm. He wants to talk about. Did you see that guy punch that guy? And I'm like, no, no. Did, have you seen Hamilton? Oh my God, <laughs> I cannot believe that this Hamilton. Is... Les Mis. What's your favorite yeah, Les Mis have song? Have you have you seen? Do you have? Do you want to sing "Empty Chairs at Empty Tables"? Empty chairs at empty tables. Now that all my friends are gone, I mean, this mm-hmm. is what I like. And they people think I'm gonna be with the guys in the backyard grilling, and the girls will be inside talking mm-hmm. about. I'm like, what is this? 1952, and a, I'd rather be with the girls. Why don't you go what? pop the hood on that new car? We'll oh, stand around that, it like we know you what we're doing. really lose me. Then I felt so bad. <laughs> Alex was with me. We were doing this thing. That thing I did a couple of months ago with Fortune. And oh, Chris Titus, Titus, we did it at Chris. Chris Titus is a pretty big comedian, and it was his studio. And Chris Titus is a fucking car fanatic. Like, the, the guy's whole life is cars. And it, 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 he had, like, a studio slash garage with all his cars. And he come, you know, right away. I don't know. They, people just assume that I'm a fucking man's man. Mm. I don't know what about me says that. Nothing. Not not the way my clothes fit, not my leather. You know, everything about me says, this guy's a bit of yeah. a priss. Mm-hmm. But... He comes and starts rapping about this one car, and it's a gorgeous car. Mm. I don't fucking know anything about cars. I yeah. don't care about cars. I th- it's the there's I don't there's nothing about me that I care about less than cars. Mm-hmm. If it starts and goes, that's all I fucking care about. Yep. There, no, listen. I like look. Oh, that's a nice looking car. Yeah. Oh, okay. What is it? I have no idea. But 
anyway, Chris Titus started, and I, f- I always feel so bad. I'm like, God, I, I wish I was more of a, I yeah. wish I, but if I put a 400 in the 717. I, in I just a- want one guy to one day go, hey, Chris, you want to grill him? Like, yeah, okay, because I try to be manly, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, and then they're like, what do you think of uh, the second act of Guys and Dolls? I'm like, finally, somebody talking my language. The second act of Guys and Dolls, it's when it really gets good, when when Sky Masterson finally figures out that he might be in love with this girl. Isn't this the third scene in Brokeback Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You see, uh, why does it have to be gay? Just because I'm not into cars and fighting and grilling. And, uh, oh, my God. My father-in-law wants to buy me a barbecue, and he says we're gonna we gotta go buy a barbecue. I'm gonna buy you a barbecue for the backyard because I did my backyard up; it looks great. But I'm not a I don't know anything about barbecue. Like I was like, just get the one that every I don't know Traeger. Traeger. What the fuck does Joe were- Rogan talk about? <laughs> what does Joe Rogan? Always You're like grilling? I don't watch fighting. Give me a pellet grill in yeah, here. Yeah, like I, I don't. You know, everyone's always got like a elk meat on a Traeger mm-hmm. or something. I'm like I don't know. Do you? What do you cook? Uh, I don't know. I just don't even know. So, I, I don't want to get. I don't want to go to that. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't want to go grill shopping. I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. Because, but but then again, you get me with my comedian friends. I'm the shit is fun. I have a chopping good time. Chopping it up. Chopping it up. Having a good time. Goofing on. You know, we talk about other comedians. We talk shit about. People we know, we talk shit about people we don't know. We talk shit about we do what we do on this podcast. We talk shit about Hilaria Ball. Hilaria Ball. We talk, you know, Lady about Gaga. the things that I want to. I like it for whatever it is. You know, I'll be getting back to some some better topics um, to next week. Chris was hanging out with uh, John Ryan, Sarah Colonna's husband, the other day, and he goes, he looks at him and he goes, "What do you think about guys with broad shoulders?" Uh, first of all, John Ryan is <laughs> into musical theater way more than I okay. am. Yeah, like he is really into it. So that's why I like John Ryan because he is, Cause he's, you know, he's into he's it. Sports and musical yeah, theater. Yeah, he's he's seen Jersey Boys like fifteen times. Oh wow! Yeah. So um, anyway, I but here's the thing. If I listen, if you come see me live, like many of you came to uh, to to Detroit this weekend to the Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan. Thank you very much. I, I mean, there was so many cover to cover fans there, and the shows were sold out. It was great. It was so fun again. I'm coming to Spokane, Washington. That's the next one. You have to. We have to start selling these tickets because the cities. Everybody has been coming out to the shows lately, and it's been great. So please, Spokane, don't fuck this up. Spokane Comedy Club in Spokane, Washington. I'll be there April first, second, and third. Get your tickets. They're like 20 bucks. It's going to be a fun time. Ask anyone who's come to the shows. We're having a real good time out there. But thank you to the people who came to Royal Oak, Michigan. And they're probably seeing me on stage. And I'm not that guy that was just we just explained. Mm-hmm. I'm not small-footed. I'm not, uh, I'm not big-handed. I have like a nice hand. I have like a little bit of an, I, I believe it's an old lady hand. I, I'm, you know, listen, I don't have the best hands. I have a little bit old lady. Mm-hmm. That's my, I got it from my mother. G- genetically, you can only go so far. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's like a, a lot of times I hear my friends going, I think my son might be a professional golfer. I'm like, oh, a professional basketball player. I'm like, well, probably Would not. Would you measure his tibia? Yeah, yeah How do you know? probably not because <laughs> uh, you're an electrician and, and your wife is a beautician. Like, mm-hmm. uh, genetically, you understand how that works? Like, 
Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning because his father was Archie Manning, who was also a quarterback. And you know it, that's how that's just genetics. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you how genetics work, but you know, so I can only go so far genetically. My mom and dad are nice people. Were they winning any beauty contests? No. So I get the hands of my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know, just ugly, fucking freckled up, fucking hands. Um, but. I, so I, if you come see me on stage, you probably not go like, I need to fuck that brown eyed. Uh, what are the other things they're into? Uh, Little footed, footed, big bearded fucking guy. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. No, obviously. But, I, you know, that's what you not. You girls are not into that. According to this 4,400 women. I don't know. I don't know where they got these girls. Just, and tattoos and piercings. Yeah. I listen. Tattoos, I understand. That is a pretty cool look. If you're Tommy Lee or, you know, a fucking rocker, you know. If you're all in, tattoos are cool. Exactly. If you're like one a, foot in the door, they're kind of like Yeah, like if, you're, if if it's the if that's the lifestyle that you're, you know, you're one of those dudes who are fucking a UFC fighter mm. or, 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 you know, d- d- playing bass for some shit band. Or a dry but bar if, comedian. Yeah. Or a <laughs> but, but if you're, but if you're like that dude who's, you know, hanging out with cargo shorts and has that, you know, like a something on his calf or, you know, like a, oh, that's right, Alex. I got a yeah, Alex has tattoo. a bunch of weird ones. I got, on. No, I got one calf tattoo, like a loser. Is that it? Yeah. Just but the, isn't it about, isn't it like a, from a dragon game or something? No, it's a, it's from Norse mythology. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it was from oh, a dragon game. Oh, I'm sorry. We're Vikings, yeah. not people. I, 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 I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was something nerdy, like from a dragon game. He's like, no, it's not. It's from North mythology. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, but that's it. You only have the one. Just the one. Just on the calf. Lame. That's not so bad. No, it's kind of lame. Uh, obviously not. Because girls people, are gonna go fucking there. But going the girls nuts for that you. want the guys with tattoos, they go, "You got one on the spot that doesn't even hurt." Okay, yeah. We'll oh, is that, we is that why they do the calf? Because it doesn't hurt. I think that's why. That's oh, not why I did it. But my calves are very painful. When I get a massage, I always tell them, oh, "Lighten up on the calf." I don't like it, it. Yeah, it hurts my calves. I don't. I couldn't. You're gonna I have to get a sleeve then. I don't have any. I don't have any. Can we tattoos. get you a tattoo? But here's what happens with the tattoos. I felt like I missed the boat. They weren't. They weren't as prevalent when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like now, it's just like every single person has yeah. a thousand of them. But now your just, doctor's it, got one on his knuckles. No, they really do. Yeah. Like it's like crazy. But they weren't just. It just wasn't that way when I was growing up. So then, um, I felt like I was. I I was beyond it. Then I'm like, what am I? So I getting tattoos at forty. Like that yeah. would be a little after weird. Chelsea lately. Yeah, right. Like exactly. Like that just seems a little strange. But then it, there was always there's always a part of me that wanted one, and the only thing I want, and this is so lame, and it would make me look very lame. But I want a little tiny one on my inner wrist, like right here. Okay. You know, other people get them. I see mine's the, pretty cool now. I see I'm the thinking. cute. I see, <laughs> <laughs> I see the cute girls get little arrows and stuff uh, yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little like, infinity yeah, sign. Like what am I? What am I? Uh, what am I? Uh, Jade? Who's the girl? Who is Olivia Jade? Olivia Jade. What am I? Fucking Olivia Jade. What am I getting smuggled uh, into college yeah. here? But anyway, I want I, do, I just want the New York Mets, the NY for the New York Mets, like the New York Mets NY on my wrist. Let's go get it now. I I know, but I just it would. What are you going to so, get a day job this year? But here's it, my fear is, like something like the Mets all of a sudden get caught up in some sort of mm-hmm. scandal where they 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 went the, the entire team raped Nazis. The, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I oh, see. I don't want to be that guy who mm-hmm. gets you know. Like a, Something on their arm of a person that turns out to yeah. be an awful person, you know. I'm not gonna lie, so. I have been accused of things that aren't me because of my tattoo, so I get it. Okay, so I, at this point, I think I'm just gonna go out 
mm-hmm. with none. Yeah. Whether you whether people find me attractive or fuckable or or like I would be great in the sack, according to this, then so be it. Yeah. I, I'm fine if if people don't find me that that uh, fuckable. I'm good with it actually. Like I don't need to be fuckable anymore. Mm-hmm. I, well, I mean, what am I? Uh, uh, did you army see Hammer? F- army Hammer. Oh, that fucking Army it's Hammer story. It's like he moved so, out of his house in the middle of the night. Well, that's how you know you're guilty. The funny thing was he he wasn't even there. Yeah. It was a, kind of an interesting story. Like, that's what the headline said. Yeah. And I was like, the movers just were there till late mm-hmm. at night. He was in the fucking Cayman Islands or something. Yeah. But then, and then I, I read, like, there was a mannequin in the garbage. The, the movers left a mannequin in the garbage can that was in bondage gear or something. I'm like, uh, it was a mannequin with like a, a, a lamp cord wrapped around it because that's oh, the way they threw it in the yeah. garbage can. Anyway, they fucking that story to me has just kind of lost its steam. I'm like, it was a non-story. Like the guy's a fucking weirdo mm-hmm. via text. He was having some, you know, fantasy shit. I don't yeah. know none of it. The one that, however, is David Boreanaz. Oh yeah, this guy jerking off like on a on a video, and I, once again, like I feel like this was like a kind of a non-story. Somebody. Brought it up on stereo. I was on mm-hmm. stereo.com backslash Chris Frangiola. Get download the stereo app and come on every Monday night. We will be doing the cover to cover rap party. Let's call it that cover to cover rap party. It's like a third um, podcast for, uh, during the week. You guys can ask questions while we're doing it. Alex is probably going to be the, the guest this week. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. And You'll hear stories like David. I didn't know about David Boreanaz mm. until somebody brought it up on stereo. Then, of course, immediately I tell them, I tell people, send me this video. I'm on with Tracy Carnazzo. Tracy says, I want to see this Boreanaz. You know who David Boreanaz is, yeah. right? He's been, we, did, we talked about it on, mm. on Patreon a little bit. So, of course, I get 10,000 people send me 10,000 David Boreanaz jerking off. It's four minutes. And it's it's obviously him. Mm-hmm. He's got his face out there. And he's, and he's doing it. And I and like I said on on Patreon, I just feel weird watching it. You know, I'm like I don't know. This, this is wasn't not, meant for me. Not for me. And you know, I'm not a gay man. I don't need to. Uh, we have a gay listener. Uh, what's his name? He loves you. A couple out in Ohio. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle wrote me and he's like, I know you don't like it, but I fucking love it. But it's it. pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kyle's like, so don't shit on it because uh, it's been. A, I've, I've watched it a hundred. Kyle's times. like, you mean the work of art? Yeah. So so I understand that there are people who enjoy it, but I just felt like I don't know. Anyway, and I don't know if he's in trouble or maybe he was sending it to his wife. I don't fucking know anything. It does, I, didn't, I haven't heard anything mm. about him being fired. I mean, if from, he didn't send it to a 15-year-old, I don't I think you're uh, yeah, fine. Like, yeah. I, yeah, but it, it's, it's all... and so. But Boreanis, now is this a guy? He's he's a good-looking guy, I guess. He always he always has a little bit of a Cro-Magnon look to mm-hmm. me. He looks a little foreheady, like kind of a large... You know, he looks like he's not far from a caveman. Mm-hmm. But maybe that seems to be the look people want. Yeah. Judging by this broad shoulders, small feet. Anyway, that's it, everybody. Let's wrap this thing up because uh, go ahead and get uh, stereo.com backslash Frangiola. Join us on Monday for a new fun stereo. Join Patreon. We have patreon.com. We have a Patreon for this podcast. It's $5. You get an extra episode every week. Come out to Spokane, Washington, Spokane Comedy Club, April 1st. Second and third, and uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And we're gonna go out with if, if you yeah, I got did it. you here, mm-hmm. let's go out. We did. We started with some monkeys. We're gonna close with some monkeys. Spring is coming. I mean, how this song. If 
all of a sudden you just put in 1968 yeah. fucking party in the hills, Hollywood. It's like out of a Quentin Tarantino movie or something. We're all having a good time. Who's over, who's that over there? That's Charlie Manson, you know? Charlie, yeah. You know Charlie Manson auditioned for the monkeys? This guy auditioned oh, really? to be one of the monkeys. You know, he was in, he wanted to be an actor. The yeah. fucking guy. If, see, if, if one of you casting directors just hired this fucking guy, we wouldn't have had Helter Skelter or whatever the fuck it was. I mean, it's... But he, he auditioned to be a monkey. Mm. Can you imagine if that was the case? This song wouldn't have been as fun. No. He was singing it. Those sw- swastika carved into his head. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was a bold final yeah, move. Yeah, I know. He's got like a... He's dead, right? Did I think he, he passed away two years ago, I think. Yeah. Three years ago in prison. Not just stepping stones. All right, everybody. Is this a great song? I think this is Mickey Dolan's doing the lead singing on this one. Thank you, the Monkees. Thank you, Peter Tork, Davy Jones, Mike Nesmith, and uh, Mickey Dolan's. Mickey Dolan's hangs out at local peasant there every night, sitting there with a white fedora. Love this part. Oh, come on, this is good, isn't it? Did you guys know this was the Monkees? A book of who's who's. Rockin' out. And this, they started this as a joke. Let's make a fucking stupid show about music. And here they are, fucking hit after hit. Put it on your put it on your playlist. Give give Mickey Dolan's a couple of bucks. Alright, everybody. Thank you for listening to Cover to Cover. Let's do it again soon. Get stereo. Bye bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.